here to introduce ship it i'm here my name is jared adam you're here what's up your name's adam my name's adam and gerhard's here and gerhard you have to be here because this is your show hey everyone and hey jared Adam. i've been looking forward to this for such a long time i want to say years that's a bit of an exaggeration but months is definitely accurate i'm okay. gerhard everybody gerhard lasu and i'm so thrilled to be here it's been a long time coming it has been. I think you're you're accurate to say years. Hmm. You know, the anticipation has been years, but I think the practical, you know, feats stepping forward to produce this is more like months. But, you know, anytime you launch a new show, there's a lot of fun and excitement. And it's like, what's this show going to be? Who's going to listen to this show? You know, who will be on the show? You know, where will this take us? And that's, I think, what I love most about this business, because we've launched several sh- shows over the years some launches are better than others, but nonetheless, the shows get produced. They're awesome. Great communities around them, great people involved. But it's just such a an amount of energy to launch something. And so <laughs> I guess it makes sense to call the show Ship It, right? It really does. It really does. Because I think it's the embodiment of what we do every day, maybe in different forms. Some of us write code. Some of us write documentation or tweets or books or whatever it may be, or even videos. In our case, right now, it's podcasts. And you have to ship whatever you create. Like, how else do you get it out there? It's, like, essential. And some people would say that shipping or acting is the first step. You have to do it. And that's it. And then you figure out, does it work? What do people think? How can I improve it? And on and on it goes. It's, like, this essential first step, shipping it. So we've been shipping something like Ship It for the last few years because you've been helping us ship changelog.com into production mm-hmm. for what, four or five years now. Give a little right. bit of the backstory on our relationship, how we came to do this annual infrastructure show where you're helping us ship changelog to production and how that has sort of evolved and turned into what is now a much more frequent podcast of its own, of its own life. Yeah. Give I us the backstory. Yeah, I love that question. I love that beginning because I see so many similarities. So first of all, uh, Jared sent me an email and said, hey, Gerhard, we have this app that you want to ship or deploy. Can you help us? And I said, hmm, Jared, shipping it is just like such a tiny part of it. There's like all these 20 questions that you have to answer first (laughs) before I can even start considering what it would take to ship it. Because you have tests, you have dependencies, you have where. How? How often? Uh, how do you code? Uh, what is your local setup? Um, what is the availability that you care about? What about latency? Uh, maybe not all of these questions were there, but many were, and many I already forgot. And that's how it all began. It began with an email, right? I mean, how old school yeah. are we? <laughs> not a tweet, <laughs> not anything nope. else, just like an email. Yeah. And uh, that was a good conversation. So there's a long there. list of questions. You're definitely not exaggerating. Mm-hmm. I remember receiving the questions back and thinking, do I really want to answer all of these? <laughs> it is a test. <laughs> or should I just figure it out myself? <laughs> it is, no, it, 
<laughs> it is a test, right? Because you're starting on a journey. Are you ready? Whereabouts are you? And if you're serious about it, you will need to think about those things. And better think them up front, think about these things up front and be honest. I care about this, I don't care about that, so we know where we stand. And if it's a match, let's go for it. And if not, then, well, you can get push and let maybe, I know, Heroku handle it. And we know it's so much more complicated than that. In the days, mm-hmm. that was like the craze, but we try to do something else. And I think this is the seed of ShipIt. We try to improve publicly, share publicly, and always recognize the mistakes, but also share the wins. And then I think in year two or three, we thought, are we working with our partners as well as we could? And then we start embracing our Linode relationship, our Fastly relationship. Um, who else was there, Adam? I think you were in the thick Roll of it. Rollbar was there. Rollbar was there. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember any other names. Anyways, there were like a few names like this. Uh, GitHub, maybe? No, uh, CircleCI. I remember. CircleCI, Circle CI. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we said, well, how about we start using these partners that we promote just to see how well it, they actually work for real? How well do they work for us? And if we had to depend on them, how would that look like? And I think that led to a lot of things such as feedback. So we started giving them feedback. Hey, do you know that this thing is not working the way it should? And by the way, this is our suggestion. And many things, you know, people are busy, busy shipping, maybe not paying as much attention to to certain feedback. But others were very receptive and many things improved because of that. I still have very fond memories when we start using Linode Kubernetes engine, uh, the beta, when it opened up. And it just like opened a whole new chapter with Linode. And it was great. That was a Mm -hmm. great conversation and many good conversations. So from there, we are here. We have shipped those improvements. We blogged about them. We talked about them. So how about we do it more often? People are asking about it. People like it. So why not? That's the beauty of it too. Is like it it was, uh, that's why I say you're, you weren't over-exaggerating by saying years because I think, I almost longed for that yearly, that annual show we did because that was a lot of fun to talk about what we're doing and to explore the different options with, you know, for example, Kubernetes or when we're using Ansible and Docker and discovering how that can work for us and just different improvements and how that changed our infrastructure, how that changed our dev experience, you know, whether it's onboarding because our app is open source, how they can spin up the environment and make changes or improve the application or, you know, maybe step in on a feature or just fix a bug, you know, all these different things. And then how that might improve uptime or, you know, availability of the application or if things go down or things like that, like all these things have been fun to explore ourselves. So why not just produce a show around that? And one idea was like, let's just talk about ourselves, but that wasn't enough. Talking about how other uh, teams ship, you know, their applications, like how does, GitHub ship GitHub, for example. How does Kubernetes ship Kubernetes? How do they do that? You know, it's it's all these questions like that that we can then dive deeper into. And I'm sure it's just a multi-layered, super-layered onion there to just unravel and get lost in, but that's the fun part of it. So this show here today, the very first episode on the feed, is the invitation to anyone out there, shippers, to join us on that adventure, to invest, to get involved, to listen, to encourage to share people we should talk to all those fun things hop into slack and be a part of the community and just have fun for the next i don't know 100 200 400 thousand episodes 
we never know where we're going to go with this, but I know it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't think you can see um, a video. There's no video feed with the show, but the, we will have a screenshot which shows my mic. I have ship it and I have four zeros. So I'm thinking we'll have 10,000 shows. That's my that's my <laughs> estimate. Once per week, you, you work out how many years of uh, discussions like these we have ahead yeah. of us. I'm really excited about that. And to Adam's point, I really like the people element. Um, the CNCF, the Cloud Native Foundation was amazing. The Linux Foundation, some of the conversations we've been having, KubeCons, it's about the people, it's about the community. That is something that many of us forget because we're just like down in the code, shipping stuff. Well, guess what? That is not even 1%. It's all the conversations that you're not having or maybe having, all the ideas that you're getting, all the interactions that you're allowing to happen because guess what? You've taken your headphones down, you've put your headphones down, you looked around and you went and you had a conversation. That's more difficult. And I think people appreciated more how valuable it was. Don't get me wrong, I love working from, from my house, but how amazing is it to be in, at a conference in person, to have those hallway track conversations? I think we all miss them. So while the past years were, I wouldn't say like one directional, but we were mostly meeting less frequently and mostly sharing stuff, but I don't think we were discussing as much as we could. And I don't think we were looking around inviting others to join us and tell us their story. And this mm -hmm. show, I hope, will change all that. Well, I hate to break it to you, Gerhard, but you made a classic blunder. The old Y2K mistake, you know, when you hit episode 10,001, your whole system's <laughs> going to break down, my friend. That's okay. I'm sure we'll have something <laughs> something in place by then. Uh, we'll improve it sufficiently that that won't matter. We'll have to hire some very expensive consultants to come in and help us fix this numbering system. <laughs> oh, wow. There's actually an episode that we recorded about something a similar joke. Uh, I think it's episode three or four. Uh, it's one of the first that will ship. So listen to that about consultants and simple solutions to complex problems. Mm. And yeah, that's a great one. But yeah. Yeah. For context, Garrett has four zeros on his microphone. So he's He's anticipating this is episode 0000, in anticipation that uh, 10,000 or more. How many weeks is that, by the way? 52 mm, weeks per year. 9,999. 10,000. That's 192 years. I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's assuming the cadence. We <laughs> yeah. could increase the cadence a bit, but yeah. Yeah, what if you go daily? What I like is the Whoa, game. Whoa, okay. Now you're talking <laughs> crazy, Jared. <laughs> it's too early for that. <laughs> hang on now. Hang on now. All right, slow down. Well, you have uh, you put some work into this. We have some episodes that have been recorded. So this is your introduction episode. Everyone here is welcome. Uh, if you find this in your feed, welcome to ship it. Uh, we are happy to have you along with us. There are some episodes also in the feed, just getting started. Maybe Gerhard, give an idea of what to expect. Maybe even just highlight a couple of the shows you've recorded. And then what ship it's going to feel like as you move forward, you think? I mean, I with the disclaimer that it's experimental, we're having fun, we don't know exactly where a podcast ends up, but this is where we're starting. So the way I'm thinking about this, in the beginning, I'm thinking of hitting some of the bigger topics. So for example, the topic of observability. We know that tends to be very contentious. The other one is Kubernetes. Why is Kubernetes and why not a pass? Um, I think that's a great question and you can, uh, you can, there's so many valid answers and I think people need to be aware of all these options. I think that's very important because there's no one solution that fits all. I'm very passionate about continuous delivery. 
And one of the first episodes, one of the early episodes, will be about that, about the concept of continuous delivery with one of the people that actually made that term popular. I don't want to spoil it. It's one of the two, right? And it's coming, I think, episode five or six. We'll see, depending on what else we have going on. Um, I'm very passionate also about the whole agile thing, how we work, how we communicate. And I can I can mention this because it's already recorded, already in the pipeline. There's an episode coming with Ben Ford uh, from Commando Development. He actually is a formal, former Royal Marine commando. That's like your Navy SEAL in the US. And um, he learned so many things in those five years as a commando. And then he went to become a software engineer and he refined some of those learnings. And the one thing that really stood out is the OODA loop, which by the way, the one that you know is wrong, the one that I knew was wrong, um, mission and command. And, um, sorry, excuse me, um, mission and command, what was the, oh, situational, situational awareness. So all these three things, if you think about them, like for example, your CI-CD system, right? We use a CI-CD system because it helps us approach coding and shipping in a certain way, continuous integration, continuous delivery. So what are the equivalents for the relationships from a business perspective, the interactions from a business perspective and at an org perspective? And these are some principles that may be applied. So you see, it goes so much more than just coding because you don't do that in a vacuum. So what are the other things that need to happen and what are the interactions that need to happen, the healthy ones and the unhealthy ones, because they're important to talk about those as well, so that you feel good about your work. And yes, it is about you, right? Because there are so many perspectives here. And I think if we do build this community of people that share their stories and share their improvements, I think we'll all be better for it. I think the CNCF is a great example of how to do it. I don't think uh, we're trying to even compete with CNCF. We're trying to be inspired and create our own version of that magic that they were able to do. So I'm very excited about those things. Sounds good to me. What about you, Adam? I think a podcast uh, is a great medium, obviously. But I think a podcast where it's a place where if you care about uh, not just Git push or shipping an application to production, but all the things in between there, if you're if you're looking for something to fill that vacuum, then that's what we aspire for this show to be, is that this is a place you can call home if you care about topics around delivering quality software to users in the world. And that's what this show will be. We'll cover all sorts of different facets. It's not just simply about the code or in particular, just about the tech. It might be about the people and the interactions. It might be more about different communities, but a lot of different horizontal and vertical ways to move around the landscape. But just the idea of putting something out there, a a piece of technology out there from the team the software itself to keeping it stable, keeping it up, keeping it reliable. All those different things are so, uh, so deeply available for us to talk about. And that's my hope is that this show is, uh, is a place where if you're looking for that kind of conversation, you can come here weekly and rely upon that to be there for you. And, you know, we have worked so hard over the years to improve our relationships, our audio quality, all the different things involved in producing a podcast uh, quality transcripts, uh, a fast, reliable website, obviously, uh, and different things involved with that. Fastly making sure that our MP3s around the globe are available wherever you're at, super fast. And so from a 
just a infrastructure standpoint on podcasts, you know, we are desiring to produce a high quality podcast. And that also begins with Gerhard because Gerhard is a world-class uh, SRE who's helped us for many years. And we've just kind of been keeping him to ourselves. And now mm-hmm. we're releasing Gerhard to the world to show everybody his magic. And that's what I hope this show really embodies is that is his lens, his look on the world, and then involving everybody else in the, yeah. in the game of shipping. Gerhard, take a couple of minutes and just tell everybody who the heck is this guy? Because we know you very well. That's our true. listeners, our regular listeners, but many people are going to be coming to ship it. They may not even know what Changelog Media is or Changelog.com. And they're like, who's Gerhard Lazoo and why should I listen to him do a podcast about shipping stuff? So give it just a little bit of your history. Okay. I'm going to share something which I haven't shared before. I was born in Romania. Okay, so that's Eastern Europe. And as I was growing up, um, my mother, she was a professional broadcaster. Right, so huh. uh, western part of Romania, she was part of the national uh, TV and radio. It was like a national thing, like BBC, the equivalent of the BBC. Mm-hmm. And as I was growing up, I used to spend a lot of time around the broadcasting station. Right, as you do. Uh, bring, your, bring your kid to work. I love those buttons. I love those monitors. And um, in a few years, I started recording things for fun. And she liked my voice. She said, hey, do you want to help me with my show? This was 25 years ago, just to give you an idea. And uh, it worked huh. really well. She loved it. I said, oh, like, I wish you didn't have school. I wish we could do this. It was <laughs> like, it was, and I loved it too. It was great. So uh, fast forward maybe five or 10 years, and I think five years, not, yeah, five years, and I was getting into tech. And um, I started um, learning HTML from a book. I didn't have a computer. So I was writing HTML. This was HTML 4.1. It was like the bleeding edge and CSS, whatever it was at the time. 0.9 maybe? I can't remember. And I was writing it in a notebook. And I was like, okay, when, when I get my computer, I will transcribe this and it will be amazing. That was my beginning. Okay. Nice. Fast forward five years and I was dabbling with PHP. I was um, looking at Zend. Um, if you remember the Zend framework, uh, that was that was the mm-hmm. hot rave. I don't think Facebook existed at the time. So PHP was not that popular. Uh, I think Perl, there was like this big debate whether is it going to be PHP or Perl. Uh, jQuery didn't exist, right? So a lot of like Ajax was handwritten, was like this bleeding edge thing. Uh, that was interesting. So I went from a front-end developer, if you wish, to a web hosting provider, because everybody needed to host a website. They didn't know how. So what is this thing, Apache? That's how it started. Before I knew it, I dropped Apache. I was looking at Nginx because that was the hotness at the time. And I found out about this thing, Ruby on Rails. What is this Ruby? Are you telling me I can write this app 10 times quicker? Okay, it's a hello app, but so what? Um, I had very big, thick books of PHP and MySQL at the time. I dropped them and I said, no, Ruby's the thing. And I think I stuck with Ruby for maybe about 10 years, give or take. And um, that love for infrastructure was always there. So even though I was like a front-end developer slash back-end developer, full-stack de- developer, Puppet, Chef at the time, Ansible didn't exist. Uh, they really caught my attention. CF Engine, what is this CF Engine thing? If you're paying attention, I was always very curious. I was always like, what is this next thing? And what is this next thing? What is this? What is Ajax? And that curiosity and learning on the job served me really, really well. So 
I always had like this passion for infrastructure, always had this passion for assembling things. And um, one of the tools that I wrote, Bash, oh, don't get me started, self-proclaimed king of Bash, that's me. This uh, okay. <laughs> boss TD in Bash, that's me. I even have a repo, check it out. There's so much stuff in the commits. Oh, Git, how do you think I'm Gerhard on GitHub? I knew about GitHub before people knew about Git. That's how it started, always curious, always discovering. That's how I got Gerhard on, on, on GitHub. I'm very sad I didn't pay attention to Twitter. I thought it was just gonna be a fad at the time. So I took my time. I didn't make the same mistake with Instagram. So if you're listening to this and you know the person who's Gerhard on Twitter, please introduce us, okay? Years from now, whenever it's gonna happen, I like playing the long game, right? Coming back to changelog, I wrote this tool in uh, Bash for deploying Ruby websites. Not just Ruby websites, I was working at a tech startup. This was 2012. And we were using Capistrano and Chef and a bunch of things and Puppet. It was just a mess to deploy things. And I thought, no, this is madness. It can't be this complicated. Can I just build a really simple thing that SSHs into service and deploys things? And that was deliver, right? Mm -hmm. Ship it, yeah. deliver, just right there. And right there. Uh, there was a fork called eDeliver, which deployed Erlang apps into Prod. And Jared picked up on that. And yes. he saw my name and he said, hmm, I think I, I think I know him. I think it was like the Ruby background, right, Jared? The Rails background? So I think you had written something for Changelog years before, back when we were using a GitHub-based writing flow where you could like write into a repo and we'd give you feedback right mm -hmm. there on a pull request. And then we would publish it from there. And you had written something about something. I thought it was mm -hmm. Ansible maybe, but who knows what it was about. We can go all the way back. We could find it in our CMS. And so I had interacted with you very briefly via that because you had written a piece for us. And then when I saw your name again, I said, I know that guy. He wrote something for us. And here he is again. And so just like the synapses fired. And I thought, I bet he's better at this than I am. <laughs> so I'm going to just go ahead and email him. That was, that was a great start and a great conversation. I, I still have fond memories of that. And things happened, right? Like I think we were a natural fit, right? And mm -hmm. <clears throat> what I really enjoyed is that we were always honest about what we're trying to achieve. Yeah. I think we had that doggedness about, we will get this to work. It can't be that complicated. Come on now. Like I don't have to use Chef and there was like the Chef server or whatever it was. Can I do this easier? And Ansible was that like easier thing at the time. I think that's where we started. Right. It was very early days. Um, I knew Linode, I knew DigitalOcean. Like at that point, I will have been with all the hosting providers because it was a thing which I enjoyed. I just wanted to see who has the best service out there at the time at the best price and how can I distribute these apps across the world so that if one fails, not everything will fail. AWS was not invented at the time. It wasn't a thing, right? I mean, this precedes all of that. Yes. So, so we had fun. And we kept improving things. And in parallel, now you have to realize this thing for me was happening for fun, right? In my free time. We, we began this in my free time. And that was like a job, right? <laughs> and uh, because I really enjoy coding. I really enjoy deploying. I really enjoy interacting with people around those subjects. And Changelog grew to become so much more. And I would say that Changelog now is, I almost like I identify myself with it. I know that's like saying a lot, um, and maybe it's like, I won't say like it's an overpromise, but maybe like I'm bragging, it may sound like that. But I do mm. feel like part of Changelog in my heart because 
I've been with it for so many years and I've seen it improve and I've been there through like many changes and I really enjoyed it. And guess what? I changed jobs, but I'm still a change log. Nice. That hasn't changed, right? <laughs> that's yeah. right. And I hope that's never going to change. That's my hope and that's my wish. So while this thing was happening with Changelog, I was going through infrastructure stuff. I was going to Erlang. I was going to uh, Go. I spent quite a bit of time with Go. I was an XP consultant. I was a consultant for consultants. Um, I went through like many, many things, right? Um, think about all the big companies. I either worked from someone with someone from those companies. I was interviewed, well, wanted to be interviewed many times, but I, the big company never appealed to me. It's just like, it's just too big. Change is too difficult. Things are moving so slowly. And things are just about to change now, I think. But that's a different story for another day. The point is that if you want to know more about me, guess what? There's Gerhard.io. Check it out. All my talks, all my videos, all my history is there if you care about Gerhard the person. Um, and I think the last thing which I'm going to share is that I never went to university because I wanted to learn at my own pace the things that really interested me. And that worked so well that I just didn't have time. There were more important things. And I become, I became, I think, pretty successful. And this is ignoring changelog, which I think is a big personal success. I'm very fond of it. And we are today here, 25 years later, where I have a studio around me, an amazing microphone, just about ready to start recording again and maybe bringing two threads together, my love for tech and my history in recording and broadcasting. The beginning of something great, I hope. I think so, for sure. I love that you identify that back to change. That uh, really makes me happy that you have fond memories too, because obviously I've been here for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but it's the fun part for me has been, uh, has been the people involved with us, you know, that, over the years, it hasn't been static. It's been very dynamic. You know, Jared has come on and you've come around like, and I went back to our Git repo for that in the draft repo and found that the, the why and how Vanceball and Docker was published on February 21st, 2014. There it is. And that was the last update to the repository too. So that meant that whatever's published is the final version of it. There's been no other changes. So that's that's really interesting to me. I didn't know that's how we began, Jared. I knew that you knew of like some software he had written out there to deploy an application, but I, I had, uh, I just forgot about those connected dots that he had written something, and that's how it sparked your reminder of, of him and whatnot. And I knew that that was that was just crazy. And then like what, two two years later, we deployed the the CMS. That's I guess what we call it, CMS. Essentially, we internally describe it as the CMS, but it's a uh, Phoenix Elixir application. Your Roots, Jared, are in Ruby, so are mine. Mm -hmm. So even that's a tangent we could take potentially, but, uh, you know, writing in Elixir. But you were very aware of how to deploy a Ruby application, but not so much how to deploy an Elixir application. That's part of the, right. the journey, too, with Gerhard was figuring that out, you know, shipping it, how to ship it. Yep. Right. And I think part of the fun of it was Gerhard is very thorough, uh, text-oriented, um, curious and I'm somewhat the opposite in many ways and so our relationship I just wanted to get the thing out there I was kind of pragmatic you know 
And so he would ask me all these questions, why, why, why? And I was like, I don't really know why I'm doing it this way. You know, he was always dr- dil- drilling down and I would be like, I don't care. I don't care how it works, man. Let's go. You know? And so we just had that fun kind of back and forth from the very beginning and learned a lot from each other. I've learned a lot from you over the years. I am going to continue to learn a lot from you just by listening to ship it more so than I ever have, because our interactions have always been sporadic. You know, we'd have like a sprint and then we'd have a, year off or we talk to each other a lot and then we wouldn't for a while so uh i definitely as well as you identify you with changelog and i'm excited to have you to be like a a staple now a week in week out part of what we're doing Mm. and shipping awesome podcasts to people who are interested in this stuff because you really dive into the details you explain things well and you keep it fun along the way so you got me excited for the show for sure Thank you, Jared. I really appreciate that. And I do know that the fact that we are the way we are and we're honest about who we are, we make such a great team. And Adam is like this third element, which completes us really well. So we're like a trio, which works very, very well, I have to say. And I don't think we would be here if that was not the case. I'm diligent. I choose my teams wisely. So I'm really fond that we found one another and we are able to be here today. And I'm so looking forward to what we'll build next because this is just the beginning. I'm sure of it. You know, the one thing I think is interesting from a listener perspective is that the thing you should hear is that we're super committed to the show. I think when you pick up a podcast for the first time, you're like, yeah, I'm going to listen to the first episode or wherever you begin at. If if this is your first episode, you should think, are they committed to this show? Are they committed to this mission? And I think that that's what I love that we bring to the tables when we do something we we kind of live by do it right. You know, if you're going to do something, do it right. And that's what I think as a listener, you should take to heart is that we're going to, we're going to do our best to deliver the best show, show up every single week. We have a commitment. So it just sucks when you listen to a podcast and like they fall off or they fade or whatever happens. There's nothing wrong with that. It happens, but we are super committed to this show, super in love with the topic. And uh, we obviously have uh kindred experience with Gerhardt. So great mix. Yeah. And some of the, like some of the, um, guests which we'll have on the show, we have been talking to them on and off for many, many years. So this really has been in the making for a long, long time now. And it's finally just coming all together now, but but th- small threads have been ongoing for years. I was just telling uh, Adam before we actually start, well, Adam, we were like chatting before we started recording and we were saying that we had, I had certain conversations in June, sorry, in January, 2020, which I didn't have time to continue. I didn't have time that I didn't have the headspace and I didn't have like the medium to make that an interesting conversation. And now it's finally happening. So the person that knows who I'm talking about, I mean, I, I don't want to give her name away just yet because uh, I think she's a very special guest, uh, at least in my, in my mind. And I would like you to discover that, but uh, I'll mention it when we record because stuff like that. And that's just like one example. So it's been going on for a long time and I know that many of you are looking to have these types of conversations, to have these types of maybe different perspectives, diverse perspectives, because I think we are a lot more accepting and understanding than you would think. Mm, Not so sure about humble. I'm still working on that. But (laughs) the point is, (laughs) is we do want to make the best thing there is. And we are trying very hard to get amazing hosts that fit the topics. And I was trying to explain what topics we're going to start with before diving in the weeds. We're trying to look for things that apply to everyone. 
but in a way that's fundamental. It's not like we're trying to cover topics which are generic. We're trying to cover topics which are meaningful and impactful to most of you. So a couple of touch points. Of course, we do like to hear directly from those who are listening to the show. So uh, in terms of episodes you would like to hear on the pod, there's changelog.com slash request. Request an episode. You can drop. There's a drop down there. You can select ship it. And that goes right into our admin so that Gerhard can see all the episode requests. So we do desire those. We also have the free community, which is changelog.com slash community. Totally free to sign up. There's a Slack. There's a Ship It channel in our Slack, a good place just to have water cooler conversations about. It could be about the, the show. It could be about you know related topics on infrastructure or whatever's on your mind or specific things that are going on in that space. We also are on Twitter. We have at changelog. We have at Gerhard Lazoo if you want to go directly at Gerhard there. We have Ship It FM. Adam, did we get that one locked in? I think we have at Ship It FM. That's true. Okay, we got that. So those are all good touch points. And you can always just email directly to Gerhard at changelog.com and have a conversation. I'm sure he will read all his emails. Right, Gerhard? I will. All of them. <laughs> and reply Every as soon as one. I can. Promise. Yeah. If you're not uh, getting a reply, read them all. I'm just yeah, too busy exactly. with other things, but I will pick it up as soon as I possibly can. There's like yeah. all these ways that people can contact us. There's all yeah. these shows to be produced and all these conferences to go to and events to attend, yeah. which I'm very excited about. So, yeah. Lots of stuff. Anything else that's that's vital we haven't said yet about ship it. Otherwise, they can just hit next and go to the next podcast and hear the actual the show show. If there's a topic that you're passionate about, something that you really want to get off your chest, we're listening. And if others like it too, we should make a podcast out of it. If you know someone that would benefit from, you know, having that discussion, maybe someone that needs convincing, even though I don't do that, but well, I can make an exception. <laughs> uh, I'm really looking forward to those types of conversations too. Panels, if you have a group of people, if you are, can think of a group of people that you want to get together, I'd very much like to have those types of conversations too. And um, yeah, I think we should do this again, like not just like a one-off, maybe a check-in every six months. I'm keen on those too, the progression, right? What have we learned? What is better? Almost like a retrospective for the show. Right. I think it would be a good idea. I think that to give an example, what you're talking about there, there's some conversation in our Slack discussing the complexity of Kubernetes, the desire of a past like experience or an, do you call it an, an IaaS? I don't know how you say infrastructure as a service. Yeah. Like PaaS, but you know, there's a discussion on this. I'm like, we should do a show titled KS versus PaaS versus II, whatever. Yeah. Uh, infrastructure as a service. Like yeah. that, that would be cool. Like that became like this contentious kind of, back and forth in Slack. And like, that's a great example of like on your heart and an argument. Let's do a show to not so much end an argument, but at least to provide some contextual deep conversation from industry professionals that are solving these problems on the daily to sort of talk about, you know, does it really take a million dollars to run Kubernetes? Well, no, not really, but you should probably have a million dollar problem. At least that's what Ben Johnson said on that podcast when we talked to him about Lightstream. And that's just his opinion. So is that opinion wrong? Maybe, maybe not. Is a platform as a service or infrastructure as a service better? I don't know. It kind of depends on the questions you ask, Gerhard, like you did to Jared, and how you answer them. It may or it may not be. But this podcast will be a great place for those kind of conversations. The truth is that everything is very contextual. It changes all the time. 
um, there's no best practices really anymore, right? I mean, it's it's something that we tell ourselves to feel good about what we do. But to be honest, most of us just wing it. So then what makes sense? Listen to your instinct, listen to your experience, listen to maybe what the team is telling you. It's that consistency element. What makes sense? And I think mm-hmm. a lot of us, uh, it's difficult to go back to what makes sense to you yeah. in your situation. Yeah. And by the way, everybody's right. And then everybody's wrong <laughs> at the same time, right? So <laughs> there's right. that as well. Well, that's what I think is cool about this particular show with the internal focus in terms of we do have a production online application that we have been shipping, that will continue to be shipping, that we have no problem experimenting on and with. And so we don't have to speak in the generics. We can speak in the particulars. We can have actual code going into an actual code base that goes out to the actual world that hosts the actual podcast that the podcast is talking about, right? So it's kind of nice and circular in that way. And so it's not just going to be theoretical and general discussions and debates. It's going to be like actual results-oriented episodes, which is very cool. And maybe, I don't know anybody else is doing that. Yeah. All right. If I'm listening right now, I'm thinking, all right, I'm skipping the rest of this. I'm hitting next. I'm going to check right. out that first episode. So maybe we should just call it. I would like to say something else. You can. Go it's ahead. okay to edit this out. It's not a problem. So we can stop here. But I have to say this, okay? Because I want to see your faces. So to the point that you've made, we want to upgrade to Erlang 24 in production on Friday evening with Alex this Friday. So we're doing, we're preparing tomorrow and contrary to the industry, I don't know, advice, best practices, whatever, whatever. I don't know how to call those points, but basically don't deploy or don't ship on a Friday evening. That's exactly what we're going to do because we're confident <laughs> in what we have. We really own it front, back and center. We're not afraid of doing that because we will learn. If something's wrong, we will learn. We have recorded a show with with Alex Kutmos. That's, I think, episode three, where we talk about Promex and a bunch of things. And we would like to live stream on Friday for one hour the thing that we're going to do. We're just going to update changelog.com live in production, observe it with Grafana Cloud, with Promex. What difference does the latest version of Erlang, which, by the way, shipped a few weeks ago, maybe it's a month now, have on change.com performance? Mm-hmm. And the fact that we can do this live with our own show, with our own infrastructure, which our own podcasts, I mean, we're literally putting our money where our mouth is. Is that how you say it? Yes, your money where your mouth English is. English is my third language, yes. so excuse my English. Okay, so that's 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 what, what we're going to do. Now, who else does that? I don't know, but I'd like to be part of it. Bring your popcorn, by the way, or a drink or gin and tonic, whatever you're having. It's okay. Uh, join us and see what happens. Well, we will put a link in the show notes to that. That would be Friday. So it will be on the 28th. Friday the 28th. We'll put a link in the show notes to the YouTube event. So there'll be a YouTube stream and mm-hmm. we'll schedule it so that it's in there. And so if you want to be a part of that, I'm unfortunately I have bowling league that night. So I just made that up. I don't have bowling league, but I'm afraid of what's going to happen. So I probably okay. won't we'll be Paige. Don't worry. <laughs> don't page we me. This. We're all adults. Page Adam. It's okay. Page Adam. <laughs> uh, fun. Yeah, there you go. I mean, who else, who else does crazy things like this? And we're just getting started. So stay tuned for that. All right, y'all. Let's ship this. Click next. Listen to more episodes. Appreciate you listening. 
That's it for this episode of Ship It. Thank you for tuning in. We have a bunch of podcasts for developers at Changelog that you should check out. Subscribe to the master feed at changelog.com forward slash master to get everything we ship. I want to personally invite you to join your fellow Changeloggers at changelog.com forward slash community. It's free to join and stay. Leaving, on the other hand, will cost you some happiness credits. Come hang with us in Slack. There are no imposters. Everyone is welcome. Huge thanks again to our partners, Fastly, LaunchDarkly, and Minode. Also, thanks to Breakmaster Cylinder for making all our awesome beats. That's it for this week. See you next week. Thank you.